What's up, you guys? I'm Anya. And I'm Kylie. And this is Two Degrees Hotter, the postgrad podcast where we get real about life after college every Tuesday. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Two Degrees Hotter. Is it our last episode of 2021? Oh my god, I think it is. That is crazy. I'm like, should I double check? I think it must be. No, right? I think it is. Yeah. Wow. Well, wow. we we made it, besties. I I don't know about you, but for 2021, I all I think of is that TikTok audio of the Megan Trainer song where she goes, "You can kiss my ass goodbye." Can, mm-hmm. That's me to 2021. I'm happy it's over. I hope you all had a better year than me. <laughs> but <laughs> we can say arrivederci to this one. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Time is not real anymore. (laughs) Yeah, it's an illusion. That's great. So this episode, we're bringing back, I would say, a fan favorite. Oh, yeah. I think we're bringing back a fan favorite. So It's a host favorite, I feel like. (laughs) Yeah, it is. It is a host favorite, so it must be a fan favorite. So last year, we did a 2020 Master Favorites episode, and Mm -hmm. you guys seemed to really like it. I think it's like one of our most listened to episodes And so basically, we're just going to run through all sorts of categories of like our top most favorite things from this year. And it's not necessarily things that we mentioned as our favorites. Like it's not just a cumulative list of like every favorite we mentioned in this year, if that makes sense. It's some things we have talked about, some things we haven't. So buckle up, everyone. Yeah. Yeah. Fasten your seatbelt. It's going to be a good episode. And like I said, I'm really excited. There's some stuff on here that I just absolutely love. And we aren't gatekeepers on the Two Degrees Water podcast. We will no. tell you what that good ish is. I would say we're actually the opposite of a gatekeeper. Like I am a yeah. – We are I very a, transparent. What is the – like what's the – what do you call those things that keep doors open? Like a doorstop? Like I'm a doorstop. Yeah. Like I, I keep the gate <laughs> open. Doorstop. You know? We're like – we're door women. You know like how like fancy hotels oh, and yeah. stuff have like doormen? We're the door women of the lifestyle community. <laughs> Letting you we'll into all, all our faves. <laughs> yes. So our categories are going to be beauty, makeup, skincare, clothes, jewelry, accessories, food and drink, lifestyle, tech, podcasts and music, influencers, movies and shows, books, activities and hobbies. We will really just call this the 2021 summary. Yeah, truly. It, it's going to be a wild ride. So I'm excited. So before we do that, we're going to jump into our segments, and I think we're only doing the week in review for obvious yes. reasons, so yeah. <laughs> let's, let's jump into that. So honestly, I am going to talk about COVID, and I literally want to give like a trigger warning because I feel like our generation, like just everyone around is like honestly experiencing like PTSD right now. So if this is like too much for you to listen to, totally get it. Just skip like a couple minutes and you'll be past my part, I promise. (laughs) But I just feel like everything escalated really quickly with Omicron and I'm having like a really hard time with it. Like I feel like I'm having like a harder time than I did with like March 2020 because at that time shit just felt crazy. Like you were like, this is a movie, like none of this is real. And now I'm like knowing how bad (laughs) – the reality of like shutdowns and like not being able to see people like no like having been through that and like knowing how bad it is and like that it is real it's just like i'm so down i'm so down about it and yeah um i actually have never been tested before and i don't say that like out of being irresponsible i just have literally never had like a close call before to. or like a scare 
Um, and so I actually got tested for the very, very first time today because um, one of the girls that I dance with, unfortunately, um, tested positive a couple of days after we had rehearsal together. And we do wear masks during that rehearsal and everyone is vaccinated. So like odds are it's probably going to be fine. But obviously wanted to get that peace of mind before going home for the holidays. And it was super hard to get a test, as I'm sure you can imagine, yeah. um, being in Boston. Like I'm sure everyone is you know, doing the the right thing and getting tested before they go home to see family. So I ended up having to pay for this test, which sucks because there are free options. There were just none that would have like as quick a turnaround as I need. And it just sucks that this is happening in general, obviously, but it really sucks that it's happening around the holidays because last year's holidays were already like sad and shitty. And it's like, here we are again. Yeah. Like, finally thought things would be somewhat normal. And it's like, I'm just so exhausted of like having to think twice about like absolutely everything that I do and like triage everything of like, is this worth it? Like, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just tired. You know, I'm just tired. Yeah. That's all. Yeah. No, I'm definitely for my week in review going to piggyback off of you because nothing's happening this week for me. But cause I, it's funny cause Anya texted me the other day about COVID and you kind of just like explained uh, what you just said. And you're like, Oh, I'm sorry to trauma dump on you. And I, it was funny because I had been on a walk earlier that day and was like having a very similar, like internal crises over everything with COVID. So I was like, no, I'm actually very glad that you texted me about that because I've also been in like a spiral about it. And I think what I said to you was like, it's very exhausting feeling like you are constantly over and under exaggerating the pandemic. Cause like, I don't know about you, but like sometimes I think to myself, like, sometimes I want to revert back to like, okay, do I want to like go back to like a very small bubble of people that I want to see and like all of this. And then I'm like, no, I'm definitely overreacting. Like people are living their lives because then I'll go to like a store and half the people there aren't even wearing masks. And I'm like, okay, if they're not wearing masks, they're likely just like living life as possible. Like, am I being, am I over-exaggerating? But then I'm like, but what about my family? Like if I ever got my family sick, I like would never be able to live with myself, like God forbid. So then I'm like, am I underreacting? Like, should I not be seeing my friends? I don't know. It's just, it's exhausting to be like, I don't know what the right choice is because I, on the one hand, I don't want to be a 24 year old, like just cooped up in my room for all of my twenties. And then on the other hand, I don't want to be an irresponsible citizen that like contributes negatively to what is just like a public health crisis or contributes negatively to like my own family and friends, health and safety. And it's just like, what do you do? Like, what, I also what feel do like do? that same like debate also goes for me for like being informed because it's like on one yeah. hand I want to like know what's going on and like what I should you know be doing but at the same time like I think I need to take like a TikTok break because yeah I have been on like New York City Omicron TikTok only same. and I feel like it's really like heightened my anxiety about everything especially like having this like um with contact tracing like going on at the same time. Like I'm like convincing myself that I have it, even though I literally have no symptoms. I'm not going to really find out from my test until probably like 24 hours from now. So yeah. fingers crossed. Like if I haven't and I have to spend Christmas alone, I'll be so sad. Also, it hasn't been Christmas yet when we're recording this, but when yeah. you're listening to it, it has been Christmas. So Merry Christmas. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Hope everyone had a good Christmas, um, a safe Christmas. But yeah. 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 It's just... I it's, it really is just one of those situations where there's it feels like there's no right answers ever. And it, I'm just kind of trying to like remind myself and remind all of you guys and remind Anya. Like we realistically, I feel like Anya and myself, and I feel like if you listen to this podcast, you probably are like-minded. 
like we really are doing the best that we can. And I think it's very obvious that like we are thoughtful in our behaviors and how we conduct ourselves and we try our best to like stay informed and we are vaccinated and we wear our masks and we're doing all of that right. So like I just try to remind myself that like I'm doing everything that I can yeah. and like it it has to be okay. Like it has to <laughs> eventually be okay at some point and when that point will be, I don't know, but we will get through it. And outside of that, like Anya said, we do hope that you had a great Christmas. We hope that you took some time off to just like spend it with your family. If you are privileged enough to get that time, I know when this episode goes out, not currently, but when this episode is out, I'm on my first like long stint of PTO since starting full time. So future Kylie, I hope you are getting that R&R in girl. I hope you're reading lots of books and doing lots of face masks and living your best self-care life. But yeah, so if you guys are feeling hopeless too, you're not alone. Um, but a new year, maybe new <laughs> development. I'm like, I don't really know how to spin this hopefully, but it I has guess to if you're work having out like fine. anxious thoughts, you're not alone. It's yeah. also, you know. Yeah. And let's hope that it actually is like a less severe strain because I've seen some stuff about how like that could be, that could be our ticket out folks, but we'll see, I guess. <laughs> yeah. We'll see. And stay off TikTok guys. I think it's yeah. just, it's making it worse for me. So I can't, I yeah. can imagine some of you relate. Or at the very least hit the not interested uh you know like when you go to send one you can click not interested if you're getting if you're like us and you're on like omicron new york tiktok and you keep getting those just keep clicking not interested and it should adjust your for you page to not have that stuff pop up hot tip yeah all right we are going to skip our favorites and move right into our master favorites if you know anything about our show you know anya and i really prioritize our health sustainability and building a community around the things that young women go through that's why we feel so lucky to have met and interviewed katie diasty in 2020 a gen z entrepreneur overall badass and founder of viv for your v who we are so proud to partner with on this episode viv is an earth-friendly period care subscription brand created to bring sustainable and clean products to the hands of menstruators something crazy that i personally didn't know is that the average menstrual pad is equal to about four plastic bags and can take up to 800 years to break down yeah and this is a big deal because a menstruator can use anywhere from 5,000 and 15,000 disposable period care products in their cycle's lifetime. And at any time, 800 million menstruators are on their period right now. That's why we feel really great about using Viv's bamboo-based products. Bamboo uses a quarter the amount of water, less land and fertilizers, and is naturally hypoallergenic, breathable, and actually more absorbent than cotton. It's so crazy to know that with every Viv box, you can save 643 pounds of CO2, 607 gallons of water, and 48 plastic bags from entering a landfill. Another problem that Viv is solving for is access to products when you need them the most. I think we can all relate to having that oh shit moment and realizing you're going to have to make a CVS run on top of all the things you're already dealing with. With their subscription-based model, it's so easy to choose how often you want your products delivered and have them on hand so you can conquer more. They have products for every type of period, from pads and liners to tampons and even menstrual cups. Viv totally converted me to a cup user. I love that it's zero waste, reusable, and lasts up to 10 years. Plus, the ring on their cup is a total game changer. You guys have to try it. We personally feel amazing about the way we're treating our bodies, the planet, and supporting a clean, sustainable, and women and minority-owned business all at the same time. Use the code and the link in our bio to shop the Viv website with 20% off, and definitely check out our episode with Katie to learn even more. And now, hotties, back to the episode. So let's kick it off, and we're going to start with the beauty, makeup, skincare category. So I will 
jump right in with my first one and it is tanning drops. So I know you guys have probably seen this. I think I've mentioned it as a favorite once before, Um, but they're basically just like, you know, comes in a little test tube looking situation. You add like one or two drops to like whatever moisturizer you use anyway, and it Mm -hmm. helps gradually give your face a nice tan, a nice glow. So I've used the Tanologist brand ones, which you can get at Target. I've also used the Ulta brand ones. Um, And I know that there's like Isle of Paradise and a couple other brands, which I haven't tried. So pretty widely available, but um, I like using the drops because you can continue to use your regular moisturizer. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's nice for like on your face and that kind of thing. And I definitely went through phases of it this year. Like I feel like I get into like month long stints where I just like I use it every single day and I look super tan and then I just like forget about it. So (laughs) definitely on and off relationship, but really like this stuff. Nice. I know. I do have the Ulta brand ones, uh, but I fell off the the bandwagon and now I think it's expired. So I should probably get a new bottle before, mm. before I venture down that path. So my first beauty makeup skincare favorite is the Mighty Patches or just pimple patches in general. I use the Mighty Patch brand, um, but these are really good for my skin picking, pimple popping curlies. <laughs> I am not the type to like pop others' pimples. That really grosses me out if you are that type no judgment with love and light it grosses me out um but I do pop my own pimples I can't help it and I pick at them and it's just awful so I really like using mighty patches because you pop them onto your pimple and then like you can't touch them or if you go Mm -hmm. to touch them you remember that you have the patch on and you're supposed to keep them on for at least six hours I think it is um and yeah and they really they draw out they draw out the stuff they draw they draw it all out And then I do find that they help with, like, reducing acne scarring. Like, sometimes even once, like, all the gunk is out of a pimple, if I have, like, a breakout, I'll put one on again, and then it'll help, like, heal up the scarring. So that's a pro tip, but for my breakout girlies, get yourself a Mighty Patch. I also like how they have, um, they have, like, an invisible, like, one as well and it honestly you can hardly tell like I've definitely like gone to the store wearing it and I'm like not embarrassed oh every day every day (laughs) my next favorite is sort of like a concept I guess but I feel like I've overall just switched my skincare philosophy the past couple years and especially this year like I feel like growing up I have oily skin so I feel like growing up I was just always using like these harsh cleansers and like makeup removers and stuff and just trying to like get my skin to be less oily but I feel like now in my more mature age, I've really leaned into like the dewy skincare side of things and just like the super moisturizing skincare side of things. And if you know anything about skincare, like oftentimes your skin is oily because it's actually like dry. Yeah. So it's like overcompensating. And I actually feel like it's made a big difference. So I'm not going to go into like every specific product that I use, but just overall like moving more into get like using oils and like balms to remove things like just being more Mm -hmm. gentle and like moisturizing in general I feel like has made a big difference like I almost never run into like skin issues anymore and I think that has to do with it nice I'm like taking notes (laughs) (laughs) taking tips um my next one is the morphe lip and cheek mousse I believe I have this in the shade wish which is just like a pink color um don't use this on your lips. It's not cute. At least this shade. I haven't tried any of the other shades. I asked for more for Christmas, but the shade that I have, it, the texture and it's a lighter pink color. It just doesn't look cute on your lips. It looks real cute. Yeah, but it does look real cute on your cheeks. I, especially with this color in my like 
complexion I really like set like putting it on like the center of my face so right towards like the apples of my cheeks and then almost on my nose and it gives like the very sun-kissed like oh you spent a little too much time in the sun type of vibe which I feel like was really in towards like the end of summer I've been focusing it back more on my cheekbones now that it's winter and no one's gonna believe that I'm actually sun-kissed in New Hampshire in the middle of winter but yeah, really love it. Love the texture. And I just, it kind of gives off. It's not super dewy, but it's definitely not matte. Like it keeps your skin nice and and glow from within looking. So highly recommend. And it's only like 12 bucks. Yeah. I feel like my last thing also kind of includes this, like just like using like more cream-based products, like yep. out with the powder, out with the dry stuff. Yep. It, no, out with it. Yeah. Don't need her. My next one is this year I started using eyeshadow as eyeliner. Um, so if you guys know me, I've been winging my eyeliner since I was legitimately 12 years old. It is like my signature look. I do it almost – well, I used, I used to do it like every day. Now I do it when I like, you know, do things, which is not every day. But anyway, so I used to always use liquid eyeliner, but I feel like the last couple of years the trend for makeup has been more like – natural and like soft looking. So yeah. I transitioned to using just a brown eyeshadow. So I'll wet my like flat kind of like angled brush and use it to wing my eyeliner. And I feel like I get so many compliments because it's still like a cute winged look, but it's a lot more, it's just a lot less harsh, I guess I would say. Yeah. So I've been liking that. However, I will say because it's like a water activated thing, it's also like a water, <laughs> it's a water activated thing to remove it also. So mm -hmm. you can't really do it on like a rainy day because like it just won't work out. But yeah, yeah, that does make sense. <laughs> so for my next favorite, it is the Essence Pure Nude Highlighter in the shade Be My Highlight. I actually don't know if they have other shades of this. They might, but that's just what it's on my little compact. So Essence, I know it's sold at Ulta, but like I categorize it in the same family as like wet and wild and elf yeah. if that mm -hmm. makes sense um so it's very cheap I think this highlighter is like four or five dollars and I love it so much it is a powder but like it's a very lightweight powder it's baked I'm pretty sure and it just gives the most beautiful glow every time I put it on I'm like I'm obsessed with myself like look at you mm -hmm. look at what you're doing and I don't know about you but I just don't love when highlighters are like crazy glittery I have some mm -hmm. highlighters that are just like you can see the glitter and I'm like well who am I fooling like everyone's gonna know that that's a makeup product that I have on my skin so I like this one it definitely gives that like more natural highlight and I actually just recently got the Charlotte Tilbury glow wand and it seems to be on the same wavelength as this mm. highlight. So I'll keep you posted on if I think this is like dupe material. Obviously, they're different because the glow wands are cream based and this is a powder. But so far, this $5 highlight has been my ride or die highlighter in my makeup routine. Love a dupe. Yeah. All right, blondes, listen up. <laughs> I've got a purple shampoo recommendation. Um, if you guys know, well... I'm going to get into this more in my next point, but I've been experimenting with my hair more this year. Um, so I have actually quite blonde hair right now and you need a purple shampoo. So um, I have found that my favorite that I've tried has been the Kristen S purple shampoo um, and you can get it at Target. I'm actually not too sure where else. I just always get it at Target. 
Mm-hmm. But um, I'll use it maybe like once a week. I tend to use it on like the weekends so that I feel fresh and fun for my activities. It smells really good. I feel like it it does make a difference. It will like really give your hair a purple tint if you leave it on too long. So if you're like super platinum, I would say proceed with caution. But yeah, it's my favorite purple shampoo. And it's not too expensive. I think it's like $12 or something. So Nice. So my next one, this was on my list last year, and it is, at least according to my TikTok for you page, a controversial one. It is the Revlon dryer brush. It's like the big, it looks like a giant round brush. This is like, if I'm drying my hair, I'm normally like an air dry type of gal because it takes actually 45 minutes for me to use heat to dry my hair. And I will say that the dryer brush does speed up that process. Now, does it get hotter than hell itself? Yes, it does. It, it really gets does. so hot. And my for you, why I brought up TikTok is because I've seen a couple of TikToks recently about how like people have been using the Revlon dryer brush like consistently and they're starting to just like fry off their hair. Like one girl was like, I took my curtain bang and then all of a sudden my curtain bang was in my dryer Stop. brush. And I'm like, I don't claim that energy. So in 2022, I'm going to be a low heat on the Revlon dryer brush yeah, setting type of girl. Because that's another thing I was reading through the comments and someone like mentioned like, oh, that's why I only use it on low heat because like the high heat yeah. gets way too hot. And so many people were like, I didn't even know that it had a low yeah. heat setting. So I mean, I don't use it enough personally to like think that it will fry my hair off. And I really do like the results when I do use it, but that's a pro tip. Try to stay on the low heat setting if you do get a Revlon dryer brush or do some research on ones that are more stylist approved. But dryer brushes in general, I think, are phenomenal. Yes. And I do also really like the Revlon dryer brush. I think, yeah, the two tips that I've seen are use it on low, which I do for like everything anyway, because I have thin hair. So that's just like my habit. But uh, I have also seen to like it's, it's used as a styling tool, not as a drying tool. So yes. let your hair get to like 90% dry and then yes. just use it to like, you know, give yourself the the blowout look that you want. Don't use it to like physically dry your hair. I yes, that's, that's a good point. That's a good point. So my last favorite for this category, I hinted at earlier, and it's just generally like having more fun with my hair, being more experimental, being more relaxed. I used to think that hair was like really, really deep. And if I didn't like a hundred percent love the way that my hair came out after an appointment, I would be like really devastated about it and like let it ruin my week or whatever it was. But I feel like now I'm just like, I've like, I, I listen, I chopped off my hair last year. It's like long again this year. Like I've dyed it super blonde. Like, I just feel like it's just hair. It's not that deep. If you want to do something, do it. Like, it's not going to, it's not a forever thing. Like you'll see if you like it. So yeah, get the haircut you've been you've been considering. This is your uh, sign. Welcome to the dark side, Bestie. <laughs> this is like the one place in my life where for whatever reason I'm not a control freak. I've never been super attached to my hair. Like I'm always like whatever. Like if my stylist <laughs> shaved it off, I'd probably be like whatever. Like that's fine. <laughs> we can work with that. Um, but I love that for you. Hair is fun and it's literally like one of the only things where it will grow back or you can dye it back or like anything like that. So, might as well have fun with it. My last favorite for this category is the base, base, 
I don't know how to pronounce it, B-E-I-S, it's uh, Shay Mitchell's brand, the cosmetic bag. I did make this a favorite not too long ago in one of our episodes, but I love her so much. I'm so obsessed with her. She is the moment. I can fit all of my everyday skincare and all of my everyday makeup and then some. And there's still plenty of room in that bad boy. I don't have to, I don't have to force zip at all. All of my makeup brushes, they're in there. All of my tools, in there. A mirror, in there. It's so iconic. And it looks so sleek on my little shelf. I'm obsessed. Was it a little pricey? Yes. But I think that I'm literally going to use this thing to death. I'm, I am so in love with it. Best purchase. Big fan. Amazing. I should get one. <laughs> you should. All right, moving into our next category. This is like the fashion category, I would say. Yes. So clothes, jewelry, accessories. Do you want to kick us off? I do. So my first one is my gold Steve Madden hoops or just like gold, like slightly chunkier hoops in general. Mine I got from TJ Maxx, but they are Steve Madden brand. And I don't know about you, but I'm I've just become that girl that like, I'm wearing the same five pieces of jewelry. Like I'm not Mm -hmm. changing it up. I'm sticking to my basics. And so if I'm going out and wearing earrings, yeah, literally. (laughs) Um, If I'm Anya showing off all of her basic jewelry pieces. (laughs) Um, But if I'm going out anywhere, like if I put on any sort of fit, I'm throwing on these gold hoops. They're like slightly thicker than like, I don't know. I don't know how to describe them. They're not like chunky, chunky, but they definitely are like a little thicker, got a little weight to them. So they're nice and noticeable. And they're just like the perfect size, I feel like. And I am obsessed with them and I love them so much. And I don't know where I'd be without them. So shout out to them. I'm not wearing them right now. So you can't see them in the reels because I don't really wear them around the house. They're a little too thick Mm -hmm. for around the house use, but big fan. Go get yourself a hoop. Everyone needs a good pair of gold hoops. Yep. This one's pretty basic. I won't spend that much time on it, but big graphic tees. I feel like this was the year of me getting into like big graphic tees and it's particularly like random ones. Like I I love getting ones that just like make no sense. Like I have this one that I thrifted. That's like a San Antonio, like very touristy shirt. Like have I ever been? No. Do I plan on ever going? (laughs) Not really, but like I just think it's funny. Like I just love stuff like that. So I've been having fun with that this year. Yeah. That's a fun thing to thrift too. (laughs) Um, my next one is my angel number necklace and just like gold dainty necklaces that you can layer. Um, but I've been loving, I have an angel number necklace. It's 444, uh, which is the angel number of encouragement and protection. And yeah, I just love like two or three like dainty gold necklaces layered together with one of them being like a little more statementy, like in this case, I would say the four 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 is a bit of a statement. Um, I have one that has like a K. I have one that has my birth year too, a 1997 necklace. Um, yeah, I just I love that look. I love that vibe. I'm really into it. Yes, I love the like it, it's like a Roman. I don't know if that's the right word. Like yeah, medieval or like text. gothic almost. Gothic. Yeah, I guess that's the word I'm looking for. I like. Yeah. That. You guys have heard me talk about these pants a million times. My favorite pants on literal planet Earth, the Everlane Wide Leg Crops. I have them in black. I want them in more colors, but I wear them most of the time. Most of my life, I am wearing these pants. Yeah. So I'm just going to say big pants in general are a favorite. Yeah. Like, you know how people say, like, it's all about, like, 
big shirt, small tiny top. pants. Yeah, 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 that thing. So like I'm all about small shirt, big pants. So yeah, that's where I'm at. As I just got yeah. done saying I like big t-shirts, but you know what I mean. Depends yeah. on the look. <laughs> yeah. So. Um, my next one are my mini Uggs. Besties, they're back. You thought the Uggs weren't going to make a comeback. You were wrong, sister. They're here. And I honestly love it. I love it. They're just so, especially because matching sweat sets are still such a thing. I love a nice matching sweat set. Pop on your mini Uggs and hit the freaking town. Go get a Starbucks coffee. Hop into a Target. The world is your oyster. And they're so comfortable. Like they're, I understand objectively that Uggs are not cute, but they are so comfortable. And warm. They're so little. I love them. (laughs) Yeah. My next one is fanny packs. And I'm not even talking like fashion ones. I'm talking like practical fanny packs. I don't know if I ever mentioned this on the show. I would be surprised because I love this thing, but I might have never made it a favorite. Um, I have a Patagonia. Oh, gosh. I think it's called like mini black hole um, fanny pack. And it's actually super hard to find because I wanted to order the exact same one for Grant's mom for Christmas. And I had to get it at this like it was like this um, sports supply store in like Arkansas or something like that. Like I ended up having it and like nowhere else did. But I love this thing, especially in the summer. You guys know we love to walk. I feel like it's less crucial in the winter because, like, if you're wearing a jacket, it probably has pockets. But in the summer, this was such an essential because you could throw, like, your keys, your phone, like, a credit card, and you were just, like, good to go walk wherever you were going on your little adventure. So mm-hmm. big fan. Love and I like that. wearing it, like, around the waist and also, like, you know, like, the shoulder to, like, hip look. Yep. Yep. So love that. My next one are my chunky combat boots. I got these boots from Target for $40 and I am obsessed with them. They're so good. They're nice and sturdy because that's something I was nervous about when I saw the price. I was like, are these going to like feel flimsy? Are they going to start to like wear and tear after two uses? And they're so sturdy. They got a nice thick old platform because we all know that 2021 was the year of the platform shoe. And they're comfortable. I didn't really have to like break them in at all. And I just feel like, a, especially in like the fall and winter, a chunky combat boot just goes with everything. Girly dresses and combat boots. The moment. The you moment. Can't go wrong. I'm obsessed. I love it. So yeah. I and I do think the ones from that I got are sold out, but I feel like chunky combat boots are everywhere so mm-hmm. if you don't have them adam i'm obsessed my next one is matching pajama sets so listen besties if we're still wearing sorority t-shirts and bike shorts to bed let's upgrade it's 2022 almost you deserve it so i have a bunch of uh pajamas from the brand soma like s-o-m-a low-key like an old lady loungewear brand but i love it like the softest material ever Um, And they have different types of fabric for different like seasons and stuff. So I have like summer ones that are more cooling. I have like winter ones that are more fuzzy. And yeah, my boyfriend makes fun of me a lot for like having matching pajama sets, but it's just so fun. You feel so put together and you know, it's just treat yourself. I'll never forget a quick tangent, but I think I stayed over at the lake (laughs) one time and I was wearing, I had like a matching like lounge set where it was like a crew neck sweatshirt and shorts that matched and it came out and Grant points at me and looks at Anya and goes, why can't you wear cute sets like that? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm literally wearing like ones that button down with yeah. like 
birds on them and shit. Like, so. so I I can attest that he is making fun of her. And I all I also have no room to talk because I am the type that wears bike shorts and oversized t-shirts to bed. No judgment. Just encourage you to consider. I'll consider. Elevating. I'll consider. I'll consider. <laughs> So for my next favorite, it is my leather puffer jacket, another TJ Maxx find that like really came through for me. It's literally just like a cropped puffer jacket, but instead of being that like shinier, like waterproof material almost, it's a faux leather and she's just iconic. She really elevates every outfit. I think it's like a fun twist on the puffer jacket trend. Is it black? And Yeah, of course. Nice course my scorpio rising would not allow anything else so she's black but i'm a big fan i'm obsessed on the jacket front i'll suggest another one i've really been loving the short little puffer jacket trend like the cropped puffer jacket trend so i actually have a north face that i thrifted a while ago that like sort of fits this trend but i feel like it's just it's not as cropped as like some of the ones i see on tiktok and stuff Mm. and i just think they're so cute especially the brown ones like i just think it's such a fun trend are they like objectively not that smart because if it's actually cold out, you want to cover your legs too? Yes. But are they really cute for like <laughs> fall and like this time of year, I feel like where it's not like it's not below freezing all the time yet. Like I feel like yeah. you can get away with it above freezing and then below freezing, like you should probably get a parka that, you know, goes below the waist. But yeah, so cute. Love it. My next one is like on the same wavelength as your oversized t-shirts and it's my blazers. Um, That's something I've had a lot of fun experimenting with and a lot of fun thrifting as well. It's one of my favorite things to thrift. And I don't know, like there's just the feminine urge to style every outfit with an oversized blazer. So you feel like Hailey Bieber is like real. It's real. And I do feel like Hailey Bieber when I... Slick my hair back, put in my gold hoops, put on an oversized blazer. I'm so Justin. I'm on my way. Like so sorry. I am <laughs> Haley Bieber. My whole brunette self is Haley Bieber. But yeah, I'm obsessed. I hope that they stay in trend for a long time. I'm sure they will. I think they will. My next one is our mini backpacks. So I feel like I might have mentioned this before, but I'm a big backpack gal I do have scoliosis so (laughs) I'm gonna be out on the town for an extended period of time it's like better for me to have the weight evenly distributed on my like two shoulders as opposed to like a tote bag or something like that so I've always really been gravitated towards backpacks and I really love like the mini ones like I have a couple and I really want to get one from um Fjall Raven as well so especially if you live in the city and if you're like leaving with a ton of stuff for like the day and you're like I don't know, because I feel like when you're in the suburbs, like you can kind of use your car to store like the bigger items. But if you're going to be out for the day in the city and you want to have like your water bottle and your extra jacket and your umbrella and all this stuff, it's like a cute way to do that. So big fan. Nice. My last favorite for this category is matching sweat sets. I mean, if anything good came out of working from home due to the pandemic, it was the ability to wear matching sweat sets every single day as work attire. I'm obsessed with them. They're always so comfortable, but you really do feel put together when like your top and bottom match and you're like intentionally doing that. It's a great way to like hack -hmm. hack your mindset and feel like you're put together. And yeah, and I hope they also never go out of style because even when they do, I will still be wearing them and I won't care. Call me Chugi. Call me Chugi if you dare. I will still do it. (laughs) We never go out of style 
That's what Sweat Do you say. know that whenever I hear that song, I see the yes, the dance. Yeah, yeah. yeah the dance and then the, yeah. You guys know. Yeah. If you know, you know. You know. If you know. The girls that get it, get it. And the girls <laughs> that don't, don't. Everyone's like, literally, what are you talking about? <laughs> um, the last favorite in the fashion category from me is cool athleisure. So I'm, I'm thinking like the exercise dress that I mentioned I got, bike yep. tards. I'm obsessed yep. with like bike tards and unitards and like yep. cool sports bras. Like I just love that we've like really embraced athleisure to be cool. And I yep. really want to get um, – like a, a unitard. I can't believe I'm saying that. Me, Same. like dancer me in 2016 would be like horrified to think that I wanted to yeah, wear a unitard literally. in my free time. But I do. And it just imagine like you have this like super comfy like one piece unitard and like a big hoodie over it. Like that's so nice. That's so Obsessed. nice. So. Obsessed. I love that. Love that. All right. We're going to move into our food and drink category and I'm going to kick it off with matcha and just like tea in general for me. Like this was really the year – well, you guys know if you listen for a while, but I haven't really been into coffee this year. I've largely moved towards being a tea drinker and like coffee as like a treat if I like go out for it. Um, and so the first half of the year I was drinking like matcha exclusively and then I really expanded into like lots of other types of tea. So if you know, you know, I drink like six cups a day. Give me your Rex if you have any. But yeah, I'm a big tea gal. It feels like you're giving Stop yourself it. like an ongoing treat, but oh, love that. it's just like water with little spices flavors. so <laughs> um speaking of water with a little flavor uh my first one is my soda stream um she she's just the best we love her we I, love soda stream yeah sponsor well and anya stream. and i literally sponsor us <laughs> um i think last year actually one of our favorites was like seltzer water in general we're big why have still water when you can have sparkling water you know and but obviously buying the cans that's a little wasteful so i got a soda stream and it's just it's perfect and then you get to like customize your flavors that i think has been the most fun because you can like they make the little bubbly drops which bubbly is like a seltzer water brand um and you can do like a little bit of the raspberry and a little bit of the lime you can't buy a raspberry lime seltzer at the grocery store from bubbly now can you so i just love it i'm obsessed I will also say I've tried some of the like SodaStream brand syrups that are supposed to make it taste like soda, but they're like a little mm-hmm. healthier um, and they're all really good. Like I've had the ginger ale one. I've had the cherry Coke one. I've tried a bunch of them and like if you're in the mood for like a sweet treat, it's the move to like keep in the pantry if you have one. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I need to try. I've only been experimenting with like seltzer water in it, mm-hmm. but I should get some syrups. It is fun. Though. Nice. So I feel like, I don't know if everyone else is like this, but for me personally, I go through um, breakfast fixations like crazy. <laughs> so like I find one <laughs> breakfast and I eat it for like six months and then I never eat it again for the rest of my life. And that's where we're at that's right now. And this year, it's been a pretty long stint. So I will say um, it's the Trader Joe's honey Greek yogurt with berries, mostly blackberries and the peanut butter protein granola. Ooh, that's that's the recipe. One. That's the recipe. So that's been my breakfast for like literally all of 2021. <laughs> oh my god. Like I'm such a creature of habit with it. I don't know what it is. I used to be like a really savory breakfast person yeah. and then I just like made the switch and now I'm like a huge yogurt person. So we'll see what comes next. But for now, that's my that's my fixation. I have to try that though. That sounds really good. It's fire. <laughs> okay. All right. I see what you're doing. My next one is the salmon bowl made famous by Miss Emily Mariko on TikTok. And 
I put in our script salmon in quotation marks because if you don't know, if you're new here, Anya and I are both vegetarians. Uh, No meat on our plates, ma'am. So I don't eat it with salmon. I use the sriracha baked tofu from Trader Joe's and I just like crumble it up into smaller like bite-sized pieces, mix it with the rice and the kewpie mayo and sriracha and a little bit of the soyaki from Trader Joe's. And then you just pop, uh, put it into some seaweed. It's so good. I It's so good. I don't understand. Every time I eat it, I'm like, it's not going to taste as good as I remember. Like, I think I'm inflating how good it is. And it's better. How does it do that? I'm obsessed. It's so fire. And I'll put some broccoli on the side if I'm like, I should have a green. And then it mixes with all the sauces. Oh, phenomenal. Seaweed's a green. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> My next one is actually seaweed. Wow. Is, seaweed does is seaweed really, count as a green? Yeah, I think seaweed's like actually really nutritious, like from like a health really? standpoint. I'm pretty sure. I don't know about like the seaweed I'm, snacks that we have, but like seaweed, like fundamentally, general, yeah. is like a very like dense green, I feel like, you know? Interesting. I am on the seaweed train now. Toot Welcome. Toot. It's me on the seaweed Welcome. train. Sorry it took me so long. <laughs> Welcome. We're glad to have you. Um, seaweed is like my favorite food, if you guys know. Um, specifically seaweed salad and the dried seaweed, but I'm open to any and all seaweed. I also weirdly like with work have been working with like some seaweed companies and stuff. And I'm like, guys, seaweed (laughs) is the future. Like it has so many like applications. Like it can be a food for like humans. It also helps with, um, emissions with, um, animal agriculture. Like if you feed seaweed to cows, then they emit less, I don't know if that's the right word. Uh, they, excrete i don't know less methane whatever um and it helps with protecting like like coastal environments against like it's just it's it's just great so big seaweed fan but wow especially seaweed salad 10 out of 10 seaweed is a green it's a movement a movement (laughs) hop on board um my last food favorite is the trader joe's peri peri sauce so this is like essentially a hot sauce I think peri peri sauce is meant to be used with chicken. I could oh, be I've never heard of it. Up. But I think that's what my gut is telling me anyways. Uh, I don't use it with chicken, obviously, for reasons mentioned earlier. I just, I love it. It's so good. I use it more than sriracha at wow. this point. Like, I, and I don't know what it is. I don't know the, like, psychological hold the sauce has on me. But it's just, it's so good. It's pretty spicy. Like, I would be curious for you to try it because I think you might find it. I'm a spice gal. You're better now. Yeah. There was a moment in time. At at, uh, Taco Bell, so watch out. Oh, shit. Yeah. Oh, watch out, ladies. I'm like, how dare you, actually? (laughs) (laughs) Well, there was a point in time where you... Yeah, but you have gotten better. So then you should try it. I think you would like it a lot. Is it, like, most similar to, like... So I feel like there's kind of like a couple camps of spice, you know, there's like a, like, is it more like Cholula? Is it more like Sriracha? Is it more like, like a vinegar based? It's more like a Sriracha vinegar hybrid, I think is the okay. best. It's not like a Cholula because like Cholula has like a sweetness almost to it. Like right? a I don't have it. Yeah. 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 Um, but this is more like straight heat, if okay. that makes sense. I really as like long as it's though. not like a wasabi type thing, because I'm still not. No, on no, no. All right. No. Wasabi, I will die on this hill. Wasabi does not have a taste; it just has pain. So, 
Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, I would agree. Our last food favorite is kimchi. So I love pickled stuff in general, but I've just been like really into kimchi, just buying it at Trader Joe's and just having it in the fridge. Um, If I'm ever having like a rice-based meal that I feel like just needs a little zhuzhing up, I just throw some kimchi on it. It's a great snacky. Kimchi on the seaweed uh, snacks, chef's kiss, good crunch. So big kimchi fan. And just like pickles in general. Like I just love pickled things. Such a good snack. (laughs) Yeah. I need to try kimchi. I've been a little nervous just because I have like a love-hate relationship with pickled stuff. I need to really be in the mood. Mm. And so I never want to do – like I want to make sure I do the kimchi justice when I try it. I want to make sure that I'm in like the best mental state mindset possible. yeah you yeah can try it next time you're here we always have yeah some. okay that because that's another thing i'm afraid that like i'm gonna buy it and then i'll like it and then it's gonna go to waste so i've been waiting for like you can eight. always give it to me <laughs> that is true that is true <laughs> so our next category is the lifestyle category and i will kick us off i put boxing classes which is a new favorite i've taken like a couple of kickboxing at home classes I've never actually been to like a kickboxing studio um and I really loved kickboxing and then the Peloton actually came out with a boxing program that I just completed where it like really dove into like the basics of like how to shift your weight for certain punches and what like your technique should look like and defenses and all of that like it really it showed you how to properly do it. Whereas I feel like all any other like boxing or kickboxing classes before they're like, yeah, just punch. And I'm like, woo. Yeah. Let's punch (laughs) it out. Like love that. Um, and I just, I found it really fascinating. I think maybe this is a hot take, but I think boxing is very similar to dance and like a dance class in the sense of like, once you learn the basics and you're just doing like basic shadow boxing classes, you essentially just do I think the classes that I've been doing have been like five or six rounds of combinations. Mm -hmm. So they'll show you one combination of movement and then you'll do that and add on and stuff like that. So it really does feel like choreography in Mm -hmm. that sense. And I like that like structure of it all that I know like, okay, cool. Like I'm going to keep building on this certain set of movements until we have like a whole piece essentially. Um, and I also feel kind of powerful doing it and kind of strong. Uh, and I like that <laughs> because I don't feel like that most of the time in my life. So, you know, it, it's definitely a confidence booster, I feel like, at least when you're in like the comfort of your own home and don't have a mirror to show mm-hmm. you what you look like. Because in my mind, <laughs> I'm like, Conor McGregor, where are you at? Hit me up. Let's hit the Love ring. That. Don't actually... If, Connor, if you hear this, don't you? No. <laughs> <laughs> if you hear it, I'm, for legal reasons. I'm bluffing. <laughs> My favorite for the lifestyle category are Muji notebooks. So I said Muji pens last year. If you don't know Muji, it's a Japanese chain and they sell like almost everything. Like they sell just like clothes, household items, like stationery, just like tons and tons of stuff. Mm -hmm. But just the best fives in there. And they have these super, super, super basic notebooks. Mm -hmm. Um, And I really like them because they're unlined. And I just find them really useful for like jotting down quick notes or like mind mapping or like even choreography, like kind of trying to doodle like formations and stuff. I just really like notebooks without any lines or like grids or anything. 
and they're super cheap so I don't feel guilty using them like I pretty much use like a new page every single day for work just like writing down stuff and Mm -hmm. find it very useful so big fan nice my next one is my yeti tumbler I literally have it with me right now Um, there's not much to say about it. I have the 32 ounce one. I have the straw lid. It's insulated. So it keeps your water cold and it is my emotional support water bottle. So I love her and she's great. And she's a good like work from home water bottle. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Everyone needs an emotional support water bottle. Yeah. My next one is a Ikea item. So it's the Ikea Vitzjo laptop stand. So it's spelled V-I-T-T-S-J-O. And it's like, you know, a laptop stand. <laughs> like it's like a <laughs> nice. mini little table. Um, and it's meant to like be able to work on the couch and stuff. And I do use it for that purpose sometimes, but I mostly use it to eat in front of the TV. Oops. But <laughs> big fan. Um, I just feel like it's really convenient because our coffee table is like down super low. And so mm. I like having like a surface like closer to me for like anything really, like being on my laptop, eating, doing crafts. So it's a good thing to own. We actually we bought two. We've only assembled one, but I might have like assemble the other one so that we can both have one. Nice. So my next one, I won't talk about it too much because we've talked about it before, but it's the book of the month subscription that Anya gifted to me. Um, <laughs> literally sponsor us book of the month because I'm obsessed with you. I love you so much. But if you one of your new year's resolutions is to get more into reading, I genuinely think this is a great way to like affordably get cool books that and like expose yourself to new authors and new genres and things like that because it's all set up where they sort of give you a curated list of books for Mm -hmm. the month to choose from so I'm obsessed I did ask for a renewal of my subscription for Christmas so hopefully Santa Claus was nice to me and gave me that and so I can keep on reading (laughs) love it the last one is a plant you guys know I'm really into plants I have over 50 plants And this one is one that I added to my collection this year. It's called a ZZ plant. And I put it on here because it's a super, super easy plant. Like this thing needs nothing from me. I could probably actively try to kill it and it wouldn't die. Like it's (laughs) very, very like tenacious and very low maintenance. And I just love the way it looks. It's the one that's over here. I don't know if you know the one on the ground. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's cute. So look it up. Um, and if you have been wanting to get into plants and you just like happen to kill them all the time, this is a really good one because this thing is invincible. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so that is it for lifestyle. So we'll move into tech and I'll kick us off. I'm literally just going to say it because the girls that get it, get it. And the girls don't, don't. I've talked about it too much. It's my iPad and my Apple pencil. She lives on in the working full time space of my life she she lives on outside of school and I love her and I'm obsessed with her and if you haven't gotten one yet uh get a move on obsessed nice iPad Kylie's a grown-up iPad baby and I stand by that (laughs) I literally am I literally am (laughs) obsessed my first one for the tech category is having a wireless keyboard and mouse so and just like laptop stand I guess just like that whole trifecta of getting a laptop stand that you're not like staring down at your screen. And then obviously if you have a laptop stand, you can't like use that to type. So you get like another keyboard into your level. Just like getting an ergonomic desk setup is very important. And I love having a a wireless mouse makes a big difference. And yeah. Yeah. Love that. My next one is related to my iPad, but I swear to God it's new. (laughs) Um, It's the Kindle app for iPad. So if you didn't know, 
even if you don't have a Kindle, but you have an iPad, if you're a grown-up iPad baby like me, um, you can order on Amazon books and have it sent to your iPad and it'll show up on the Kindle app on there and you can read it as if your iPad is a Kindle. And I read one book this way and I honestly liked it a lot more than I thought I was going to. I have always been a diehard physical book over digital book type of girl, but I think I could definitely, definitely get into reading more digital books, especially for the ones that like either are significantly cheaper to get the digital format than like the, even the paperback. And for the ones that have like those covers that have like the shirtless dudes on them, like, like <laughs> I don't like really want to go out in public with this. Yeah. I feel like it's good for that. So definitely, or yeah. if you just have like a Kindle, you can do that as well. But or if like, you know, you're only going to read it once, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So. That's a good point. My next tech fave is the Nintendo Switch. Got it about a year ago. Still going strong. I just like having it because my boyfriend Grant's quite a gamer. And so it gives us like something to like pseudo do together while he's gaming. Like I can also be gaming and it's just like kind of fun. I do need more game recommendations though. So I asked for Stardew Valley. Um, I want to maybe get Mario. And if they have like a Pokemon one, I would be like really into that or like Zelda. <laughs> so let me know if you have any recommendations because I'm, I've literally only had Animal Crossing for a year and I feel like I can uh, widen my horizons. So let me know. Love that. Love that. My next one is online shopping through clothing store apps. Maybe I'm going to sound like a freaking boomer. That's like, this is revolutionary. Like this is very strange. <laughs> I just was like never the type to like use like store apps. Like if no, I was going to like order something online, I would do it through my computer. And yeah. then I don't know what started this. But all of a sudden, I, like, ordered something through an app, and I was like, this is actually really convenient because it ends up, like, saving your information and stuff. So if you go to, like, shop again, you don't have to, like, re-enter your credit card information, and you, it's on your phone, so it's convenient. I don't know. I'm – literally, people are probably going to be like, you sound like a psychopath. You sound like a boomer. That's, like, just discovering how apps work. Um, but I really like it, especially if you are the type that only orders from, like, a certain – like certain places you're not the type to just like order willy-nilly from like random places because I'm that way like I ordered from the same 10 stores probably like my whole wardrobe's from the same 10 stores so I'm like just save the credit card information like I know I'm gonna be back I know I'll see you again so I'll just store it in this little app and go on and a lot of the times now stores will do like special like deals and stuff through the apps it's probably what got me it's probably what sucked mm. me into this and now I have a whole folder on my phone of store apps that I can work I'm like, from. not Dote 2.0. <laughs> no, but like, no. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I know what you I mean. Don't know. <laughs> um, I think I said this last year, but I had another year of really enjoying my film camera. It actually is having a weird little glitch right now, so I need to uh, bring it to the shop and have them look at it. But um, I have a Olympus Zoom. I forget. I think that's what it's called. Um, so it's from like the nineties. It's not like a super old one, but I have a lot of mm -hmm. fun with it and I get all my pictures printed, put them in a fun album. So highly recommend if you've been thinking about it, fun way to make memes. Nice. So our next category is podcasts and music. And Kylie noted that we actually didn't have music on our list last year, which is surprising. Yeah. So added it here. I feel like we talk about music a good amount, so we won't linger too much, but good to have a more comprehensive, you know, audio section. Yeah. So I'll kick it off with how to save a planet. You guys have heard me talk about this podcast before. 
Um, I will say it's only on Spotify now, which actually really frustrates me because I personally listen to podcasts on Apple Podcasts. I use Spotify mm-hmm. for music, Apple Podcasts for podcasts. And so I actually I don't listen to every single episode anymore because I have to like switch platforms and I forget. But it's a really good show about the climate crisis and like things the average person can do to get involved. Um, so they give like nice action items at the end. And yeah, big fan. Love that. Keeping the podcast train going. Uh, what we said with JC so and Chelsea, good. it's so good. They're freaking hilarious. They're so I, funny. <laughs> I tend to listen to them on my like Tuesday lunch walks. And like my neighbors must think I'm psychotic because I'm just laughing <laughs> like while I'm on Especially my walk. Especially JC. Like JC's sense of humor is so, so funny, funny to me. They're so funny. And yeah, and I think they have like very sim- – like their show has a very similar vibe to this show. So if you like our I podcast, hope. you would like their podcast, I think. Yeah. So, yeah. Obsessed. They're so funny. Um, The next one is music and it's Chelsea Cutler's newest album, When I Close My Eyes. I don't know what it is, but I think I've listened to more – I have listened more times to songs on this album than, like, any other album in the history of the world, I feel like. So I love it. I love every song on it. So, like, no skip album, 1,000%. Love that. Incredible. And we're supposed to see Chelsea in March, so let's hope that Omicron (laughs) sees itself out. Yeah, legit. There's still time. There's still hope. Um, my next one is a podcast and it's called Chatty Broads. Um, this is the best Bachelor recap podcast. Argue with the wall if you disagree. It's hosted by um, Becca Martinez, who was on Ari's season of The Bachelor, and her friend Jess. And I can't tell you the amount of times I've been like in tears laughing over these girls. They're so funny and they're always right about contestants like they just they get these hunches they'll do an episode before every season where they like go through the cast bios and like they'll like get these like hunches on these guys and they're almost always right it's Mm. crazy it's crazy they can read people like a freaking book and i'm jealous of that skill but yeah definitely check them out their episodes are like an hour and a half two hours long almost every time and i just listen all the way through (laughs) they're so good I mean, our episodes have all been like over an hour recently as well. So let us know if yeah. you like that. It just has yeah. like, it hasn't been on purpose, but this one's definitely going to be also. So yeah. Next one is our man Noah Kahan. Saw him in concert recently. He's such a king. The Jewish Ed Sheeran, as he calls himself. <laughs> um, just love it. Best acoustic vibes. Yep. Best like yep. New England rainy day energy. So yep. big fan. Obsessed. Um, my next one, I don't need to say anything. It's red. Taylor's version, obviously, obviously, this thing is so, ugh, I'm just ugh, speechless. It's so good. It's so good. I'm obsessed. Love it. The next one is Quinn92's new album. I'm actually going to double check that it came out this year and not the end of last year. Let's see. <laughs> not me looking up Quinn91. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> um no yeah it was this year change of scenery too um and i just love it i feel like it was it's a very like nostalgic album because it is it's supposed to emulate his first album and i feel like it does that so if you're a fan you're a fan and we just love quinn arguably our dad so yeah our dad arguably raised us so (laughs) literally literally (laughs) um my next one is sour miss olivia rodrigo's album 2021 is really her year. She really said, 2021, I'll crush that. I can kill that. 
Um, and she did. This is a no skip album. Uh, it's freaking phenomenal. And I just love her. We are not seeing her in concert. Those ticket sales, it was in fact brutal out there. It seems to try to get tickets and I respect it though. I respect her I, protecting her mental health. Yes, yes, me as well. So, so if you're going to see an her, example, I'm Queen. Yeah. Yeah, love to see it. Next one is a podcast. It's called Ologies with Allie Ward. So if you guys listen to stuff you should know, I would say it's in the same sort of vein. And it's called Ologies okay. because they she brings on an ologist every week. Oh, so like okay. an expert of something really niche. Like Literally the weirdest stuff. Like she'll bring on like a bear expert or like a mushroom foraging expert or just like super random stuff. So it's very much like stuff you should know in that sense. Um, I do love that it's hosted by a woman though. And she's like really funny and sassy and like most of it, she has like really funny like interjections that are normally like not PG. And I just think she's like hilarious. So if you're into like learning about random topics, check it out. Nice. <laughs> That's like my love kind of podcast. That. I don't know. Love that. So. Um, my last favorite for this section is another music favorite, and it is Starcrossed by our queen, Casey Musgraves, my mother, Casey Musgraves. Um, I will say, honestly, that I don't think Starcrossed is as good as Golden Hour. I don't know if anything could ever be as good as yeah, Golden Hour. Yeah, I was gonna Hour. say, it's unmatched. so good. Um, but I do still really love this album, and the songs that I do love off of this album, I, like, really love. You can really re-listen to over and over again um and we are supposed to see her next month so i'm really gonna so need we'll omicron to like get it together because <laughs> yeah. i'm so excited i did get kylie a bracelet that says breadwinner on it so it does need to yeah. see the light of day so <laughs> yeah that's what i'm saying that's what i'm saying so omicron see yourself out thanks <laughs> last one for this category is actually someone we've had on the show so dare to self-care with jen lauren um, go back and listen to our episode with her from a couple months ago if you want, but she's super great. Her podcast is all about, I would say like different forms of self-care. And I feel like I always learn about like something that I never heard of before in her episodes. Mm -hmm. Like she always brings on really interesting guests, also comes out on Tuesdays. So yeah, yeah. we love Jen. Shout out Jen. Shout out Jen. All right, we're going to move into our influencers category. And I will say this was like a hard one for me because I actually don't feel like I discovered that many new people this year. Like I feel like I'm still mm. watching like all my OGs. But one of the few new people that I did discover this year is named Blake Swanson. Um, and she's a Boston-based influencer, which I really like yeah. because there's not that many, I was going to say of us, <laughs> I hate myself, um, <laughs> of them. Um, and so I just like watching her do like relatable stuff and she has like a really chill personality. Um, so yeah, I would love to have her as a guest at some point. Yeah, for sure. My next one is uh, a YouTube channel. It's called Jenica and Annika and their names are Jenica and Annika. Um, and so Jenica actually gave birth to her daughter, Annika, when she was 14. And now Jenica is 29, I believe. And Annika is 15 i think that's mm -hmm. how that i think the math is mathing there um and they just like document their life obviously she like made a lot of videos in like the early years of them starting youtube about like her experiences being a teen mom what it was like being a teen mom how she got pregnant how she found out like all of that stuff um and they're number one hilarious they are so so funny to watch and they have such great personalities. And they're also, you can tell, just very thoughtful human beings. Um, and you can tell that Jenica is, like, a really great mom. Um, 
and she's like very transparent about like the struggles that she had like literally raising a child all throughout high school and college and what that was like because now that they are pretty big on social media they obviously are a bit more well off as far as like Mm -hmm. finances and things like that um but she is very transparent about like where she came from and what it was like for her having to drop out of college at one point because she had to raise Annika just all that stuff so I I like them a lot I get really good vibes really good energy from them love that these two are ones that I did mention last year, but I just had to give them a shout out because I still consistently watch all of their videos. So both Margot Lee and Moya Mawani are just icons. I feel like they have similar vibes, similar editing style. So yeah. Margot lives in New York City now and Moya lives in London. So go check them out. I'm obsessed. For sure. My next one is actually like an Instagram influencer and I don't know how to say her last name. Very... Ferriolo? Ferraiolo. Ferraiolo. Yeah, I don't know. So it's Vanessa Ferraiolo, F-E-R-R-A-I-O-L-O. Um, and like I said, she's primarily on Instagram and I believe TikTok as well. I've seen her come up on TikTok a few times. Um, and she just posts like daily fashion photos and I just love her style. I think she has a very like cute and like inspirational but achievable style that's very refreshing when like I feel like especially on TikTok like a lot of people a lot of fashion influencers on TikTok are wearing really really cute stuff but it's like you wore that once and we all Mm -hmm. know you wore it once because it's like a statement floor length hot pink dress Mm -hmm. that's fabulous but you're never gonna wear it again and I'm not gonna buy stuff that I'm gonna wear once unless it's for like a special occasion so I like that she like has that like elevated but attainable style and I've really enjoyed following her outfits and getting inspo from her love that my next one is Tiffany Ferg I imagine her last name is probably Ferguson but her username is Tiffany Ferg on YouTube and I think I've mentioned her before she does like um a series that she calls um internet analysis and it's just like a deep dive on different just like internet phenomenons and it's literally like essays like I swear like she could turn her videos into like a college thesis yeah um like super well researched and just like super well done and socially like educated and i just think she's so great so big fan and she she recently ripped the audio from her videos and posted them as podcasts oh yeah i did see that yeah which is a great idea so you can listen on all mediums my last influencer favorite and one that I know Anya and I share and we kind of talked about is JC Marie and Chelsea Jade. They host the What We Said podcast. Obviously, we both listen to that podcast, but I know I follow Chelsea on Instagram. She has like a really nice aesthetic Instagram. Same with JC. And then JC also uh, does weekly vlogs on Yeah, I love JC's vlogs. I like JC's yeah. husband. It's one of the top internet King. husbands in my opinion. He's hilarious. Yeah. He's so He's funny. so funny. And their dog is so cute. I, I'm obsessed yeah. with them. Yeah, they're great. Great vibes. Um, This next one and the last one in the influencer category. I've kind of like kept tabs on this girl for a long time, but I only like started consistently watching her videos this year. So her name's Bianca Henderson. Formerly Bianca Franco. She got married this year, so you might recognize that name. But I found her originally a couple years ago because she was in a sorority and did like sorority type content. Um, But now she's graduated, she's married, has a dog, and is pregnant literally all in the same year. So she got married in June, got pregnant in July. Like it was just like such a whirlwind. And so I just think it's always interesting to watch people go through like big life changes. Not that I like Mm. anticipate doing anything like that soon. I just think 
people's vlogs and like lives are most interesting when there's a lot going on. So yeah, I think she's really interesting to watch. Um, yeah. And like, because it's her first baby, she's like very honest about like all the learning curves that she's going through and stuff. And like, I just think she's a cool gal. So nice. check her out. Yeah. All right. We're going to move into the movies and shows category. You want to kick us yes. off with the first one? I do. I won't talk about it too much because I just made it a favorite, but I did put and just like that, the Sex and the City reboot on here just because I have such a soft spot for like the Sex and the City universe and I really enjoyed being able to like re-enter it and get new content from it. Yes. Next one is The Queen's Gambit. I know this came out last year, but like one of the best shows I've ever watched. Yeah. Andy Taylor-Joy is a queen. She does pronounce it Anya. Fun fact. Oh, interesting. Um, Yeah. So I just thought that was an amazing show and I would totally rewatch it. Yeah, same. My next one, like everyone else in 2021, Squid Game. It really is like as good as everyone says it is. Definitely worth the watch. Um, Yeah, it's just if you were like a Hunger Games girly growing up, (laughs) this is like adult Hunger Games. Wow. It's really good. It's a good way to put it. Yeah. I finally got on the Outer Banks train this year. So season two came out, obviously. So I watched season one and season two and just such a guilty pleasure. I just loved it. Like at first I was watching it kind of ironically and then I was like, wait, this is actually so good. (laughs) So I love all the characters. Um, JJ is a king, like so, so hot. So (laughs) just such a big fan. Yeah. I still need to watch I you should. Hopped on this. I that should. That would be good, yeah. like, winter break activity. That's what I'm thinking. I can do that. And then the last two favorites for this category I'll go ahead and take. One of them is the In the Heights movie. So that is – it was a Broadway musical by the man, the myth, the legend, Lin-Manuel Miranda. Um, and it got turned into a movie, and it was just – it was freaking phenomenal. Anthony Ramos was phenomenal. I know he's a bit controversial these days. Yeah. It's very heartbreaking. Heartbreaking. It's um, nights. You barely even danced <laughs> with me. Classic. <laughs> but yeah, it was really, really well done and a really fun movie to watch. Um, and then the last one is You. Season three came out this year. Anya wrote down that she still needs to finish season two. And I oh, I meant season three. I, I didn't realize oh, okay. it was season three. Yeah, I you did like, um write a spoiler on here though, and I'm actually kind of mad about it. What? When I deleted I it because it made me oh. mad. You, you wrote a spoiler after. Oh, because I'm sorry, Bestie. I assume that you finished season three. <laughs> I'm like, I haven't watched you for three months, but how dare you? <laughs> yeah, no, we well, like, watched How really haven't slowly. you been spoiled by it? I feel like it was everywhere. No, I never saw that. I mean, whatever. Well, it's see. not a big deal. <laughs> like, my bad. <laughs> that was a pretty I'm sure we're not that too. far away from it happening. We just, we watch like one episode every two weeks. So it's on us. Okay. But. I'm like, Leave a comment down below if that's my fault. <laughs> it's taken her six months to watch this. No, I'm kidding. So that's my bad. But it is really good. <laughs> yeah, it is good. Um, I like that uh, it's the type of show that, like, even though you know that they're crazy, it, like, puts you in their head and you, like, understand yeah. why they're doing what they're doing even though you know it's bad. Like, it's good, like, character development, I guess, is what I'm saying. Yes, agreed. But, yeah. So that is it for movies and TV shows. So moving in to books i'll kick us off with i've talked about these before in favorites it's it ends with us and then verity both of which are by colleen hoover these are my two five star reads of 2021 i gave these both five stars on goodreads and they are just phenomenal books like 
absolutely captivate you, stay with you when you finish them, and I am, like, so excited to read any and all Colleen Hoover book moving forward. Like, she's chef's kiss. Phenomenal. Big fan. I'm on the wait list at the library for both of these, so. Nice. (laughs) Hopefully one day. (laughs) Um, The next one is In Five Years. I'm gonna look up the author's name because I forgot to include it. (laughs) It is Rebecca Searle or Surly. Um, And so it's, I just read it recently, so I talked about it somewhat recently, but basically this woman um, wakes up well, sort of has a dream, like a premonition um, of her life in five years. And it totally makes no sense compared to where she's at right now. And so the whole book Mm -hmm. is her trying not to get to that point and just like all the twists and turns that like eventually do get her there. So it's really interesting. So it also has a really pretty cover. So if you want to buy it for your book. Love that. Love that. (laughs) Um, My next one is The Song of Achilles by Madeline Miller. This was just, like, such a beautiful, beautifully written book. Like, so – it was the only book this year that's made me cry when I read it. I didn't even cry at It Ends With Us, which, like, might be low-key sociopathic (laughs) because everyone cries at that book. But this one – it was just so beautifully written. I – the only reason I didn't give it five stars, and it's – like, I probably should change it to five stars because this is on me and not on the book, um, was because I definitely had to, like, reread certain parts uh, because it's a retelling of the Iliad, so – there were certain times when I was like, I, I forget who's fighting who. I forget who's mad at who right now. And I had to, like, reread. Um, so you do kind of have to, like, refresh a little bit on Greek mm-hmm. mythology before diving into this, I think. But, yeah, it was just – it was such a beautifully written book. I'm obsessed. The next one I won't spend too much time on because we actually have an entire episode covering these books. Yeah. So Beach Read and People We Meet on Vacation by Emily Henry. I enjoyed both of those a lot. If you know, you know I liked Beach Read a little better, but they're both mm-hmm. really good. So um, definitely give those a read and then go back and listen to our book club episode from a few months ago. We want to do more of those too. So if you have a book that you read that you really liked, let us know. Yep, for sure. And then my last book favorite is actually a series. It's the Addicted series by Krista and Becca Ritchie. I this series I think it's 10 books well it's the Addicted series and the Callaway Sisters series but you can read them there's like a reading order where you read them sort of like intertwined like with one Marvel, another like the Marvel kind universe. of yeah um and so I'm based on that like suggested reading order by the authors I'm four books in I'm gonna start the fifth book over my little winter break but yeah this is like um those books are a master class in character development they do such a great job developing the characters into like helping you sympathize and understand the characters that like you feel like they're your friends like I'm literally like I'm I miss Daisy and Reich like I I wonder what they're doing (laughs) like that's how I feel so I'm obsessed love it so our last category is activities and hobbies so you want to kick it off with your first unsurprising one (laughs) yeah I won't I won't say too much it's reading I got back I'm out of the reading slump it was literally like a three-year long reading slump if we're being completely honest with ourselves um and I'm out of it I'm back to reading I at the time that we're recording this have read 12 books I'm working on my 13th book and I'm just proud of myself because I didn't really start reading again until August so I think that's pretty good and I'm excited to like carry this habit with me into 2022 that is good. I'm glad Thanks. I'm glad you're, you know, tapping back into your inner child because that's one that I was going to mention yeah. too is getting back into dance. I feel like 
just like getting back into like your childhood hobbies can make a big difference, especially in times of uncertainty or despair. So whatever it was for you, I don't know if you played soccer, wrote poems, played the didgeridoo, (laughs) whatever it was, pick it back up. You won't regret it. Yeah, for sure. For sure. And then my last favorite in this episode and my last activity and hobby is affirmations and manifesting. So as you guys know, I had a pretty crappy year this past year. And towards the end of it, when things started to pick back up again, turn around a little bit, I just like really like looked myself in the eye and was like, okay, what are the things that like you have control over? And what are the things that you don't have control over? And, you know, it's said time and time again, but sometimes you just need to like, be like out on the edge to like, really understand it. And your mindset is really everything. And I definitely am the type of person I can throw myself a pity party. I can wallow in, you know, denial and sadness over my circumstances and whatever. And I just kind of like made a deal with myself to like really focus on my mindset and like make it as healthy, make it as positive as possible without being like toxic and denying of like certain circumstances. Obviously, I think, you know, there's a way to be too extreme. And so one of the ways that I've done this is just like taking manifestation, taking like scripting and visualizing, and then um, using that to help me like affirm myself, tell myself daily affirmations and just do things like that has been a really great habit and a great hobby that I've picked up, but that I really want to continue into 2022 because like there's no negative self-talk isn't doing us any good besties. We're leaving that in 2021. It's not doing us any good. If it's not, like constructive criticism, you don't need it. So leave it behind. We're affirming, we're manifesting in 2022, ladies. Sounds like we should do maybe a full episode on that. Like a oh yeah. like how to be nice to yourself. Yeah. <laughs> type Ooh, episode. Fun. I love that. Stay tuned. Love that. <laughs> Featuring my therapist. No I'm kidding. <laughs> we're like, and welcome. Is that HIPAA violation? <laughs> I don't know. Probably. <laughs> Um, the very last one of this episode is walking. You guys know we love to walk. Hot girls walk. Gorgeous, yeah. gorgeous girls go on walks. Yep. And it's just been very nice, like a nice sanity check, I feel like, during all yeah. of the craziness of this year to go for a walk. I have a really great route that I do near my apartment now. So, you know, even though – even in the winter, like, uh, I know it can be so hard to get yourself outside, but, like, you always feel better when you do it. Like, just bundle up suck it up, go outside and the endorphins, you'll feel so much better. So. Yep. For sure. And with that, those are all of our favorites. We told ourselves this wasn't going to be an hour and a half long episode and we failed. (laughs) But you know, we just loved a lot of stuff this year. And I feel like we are material girls, but like we're not super material on the podcast. So I feel like it's always good to like tell the people what we're loving, tell the people what we're into, you know? And we could do this on like more of a like quarterly seasonal basis yeah. if you guys yeah. prefer. So let us know what you think. If you like it annual, if you like it maybe like more often. Um, but yeah, last episode of 2021. Hope it was a good year for you guys. Yeah. We're excited to continue the show into 2022, bring you some awesome guests hopefully. Yes. And have a happy and safe New Year's Eve. I don't know yes. when the next time – our show will drop is, but whatever next Tuesday is. So yeah. Yeah. And make sure to go follow us on Instagram and leave us a anonymous suggestion. If you have any episode ideas or anything you want to 
tell us, but you don't want to DM us and have us know who you are. And rate us five stars on Apple Podcasts because it really helps us out and would make our new year shiny and bright. So do it. Yes. And I think that's all. <laughs> yes. So with that, we will talk to you guys next year. Ha ha. <laughs> Everyone clicks out. They're like, bye. <laughs> <laughs> bye, besties. Bye, besties. Bye, besties.